everybody. This is the Savage Gentleman Podcast, and today we have some really cool guests. We have the Jewelry Republic here. With us is Greg and Emma, and they are, well, what are you guys? Um, we would be jewelry experts. Jewelry experts. And so to define that a little better, I'm a gemologist from, uh, trained with the Gemological Institute of America, and I got my practical experience on the ground in the gem markets of Thailand, Bangkok, Chanthaburi. I'm also studying appraisal through the British system. And um, over to Greg then for what he does. Yeah, Greg, what do you do? Well, what I do is I run the operations of the business. We have a uh, very large factory overseas in Bangkok. And we, well, my certifications are, I am a, I'm a diamond graduate, the Gemological Institute of America. And again, like I said, I run the operations of the business, everything from the... Uh, production process to the gold buying, the diamond processes, the diamond buying, and the quality control, making sure that everything that we manufacture meets the standards that we expect. Nice. And so, you know, the burning question is, you know, this is Savage Gentleman. Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about jewelry? You know, that's not typically what you identify as like a very manly thing. It's certainly not very savage in most people's mind. Um, so, you know, but in talking to you, there, there actually are – there's quite a bit of carryover in both the savagery and the gentleman's side mm-hmm. when it comes to jewelry. And so, you know, you guys are, are experts. What can we – first of all, it's how do we tie it in? And then second of all, you know, what can we teach the, uh, the, the customer, the consumer, the listener about jewelry buying in general? Well, you know, let's go way back, and you'll find that people have always been obsessed with gold – with gemstones, you can't get it away from them. Mm-hmm. Gold, if we break it right down to what gold is, it is the most stable element on the periodic table. What's that mean? That means it never tarnishes. It stays shiny. It stays bright. It and we're like magpies around it. Can't it can't help it. No, I we, mean, we're wars, just attracted to yeah, it, right? Entire entire civilizations have lived and died by gold and and have been, you know. Uh, decimated for their gold and, and risen to power because yeah. of the gold that they've taken. So it's very, very powerful. Um, you but know, what... The whole notion of, of pillaging. Mm-hmm. I mean, what were they going after? Even in Ireland, they were going after um, into monasteries and trying to get to all the gold-covered uh, chalices, the Bibles, all that kind of thing. And this is, you know, if you think about Viking culture, um, even Roman culture, and what, what were they after when they invaded a country? Now, I, from my understanding, and, and I, I'm no historian, but, you know, I've watched a lot of Vikings and, uh, you know, on, on Hulu, so I, that makes me an expert now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, job, but it seemed job. to be that silver was one of the, the prominent things that they were going after. And is that because during that time gold was less available or? Well, gold is that much rarer. So mm-hmm. that's why, you know, you'll take silver as a, an historical precious metal. Yeah. I, I would argue as to whether or not it's truly precious today, but. Mm-hmm. You, back then, yeah, certainly. And I mean, if you're talking about the Vikings, let's talk about gemstones. The legendary compass stone mm-hmm. of Viking lore, yeah. that we believe is iolite. That's actually a gemstone. Oh, really? Which they use both to reduce sun glare. Uh-huh. And because of it, it serves as a polarizing filter. So they were able to he- help um, use it for um, marine navigation as mm-hmm. well. So, you know, th- there's these practical aspects yeah, to it. Yeah, and that's, that's the interesting thing is not only does it have this, like, you know, this, this extrinsic value that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's cool, right? But there's actually some, some intrinsic worth to this thing that it's like, no, 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 you can use it for things, not just for adornment yep. um, to it, look cool. Well, you have your industrial uses with diamond and, you know, you have your quartzes and your sapphires and watches. 
But then also, like, it's a store of wealth. Uh, you think about the Jewish people and what they went through in World War II. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you have uh, very many Jewish people in the diamond industry. And that's because it is a very small, very transportable store of wealth. So, you know, I'm not saying you get your full value back on it, but at least you'll have something in your something, back pocket, right? right? Something right. tradable, something that you can bargain with. So there's all these other aspects to this, mm-hmm. you know? It's not just... Oh, a bracelet or whatever. It's 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 these stones are really interesting. They've fascinated us just going back millennia. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's 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 kind of the thing for for men. It's like, well, why okay, honey, sure. Mm-hmm. You want you want this shiny piece of thing and it's like a lot of time I know for me personally it's like, man, that's a lot of money for this little t- trinket. Well, that's why right. you've got to buy smartly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when it comes to, say, a gem, and a diamond is a gem, there's three things, beauty, rarity, durability. And so it's rarity that brings us back to the economic end of it, mm-hmm. you know? Are we buying smartly or are we not? That comes down to the rarity of it. So, yeah, there are stones. There are pieces that are readily available. But if you are a smart buyer, you can find these things that are going to be particularly special. And... Why do we want jewelry um, as women? You know, it's it's this. Please answer this. It's I don't this show <laughs> of affection. You know, it's it's saying, hey, there's something that's really special about our relationship, and you're finding this very rare thing created by nature, one of a kind, and you know, you can do a lot with that as a dude. You can say a lot with that. Hey, this 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 stone is there's none like it in the world, and this has been you know, mm-hmm. it formed over millions of years if it's a diamond. Now, if you can't make romance out of that, then. I'm just no help sorry yeah, for you, and I'm yeah. sorry for for the wife. You know, <laughs> no, that's that's really uh, that's great insight, and and truthfully, uh, even you know myself as I like to consider myself a bit of a gentleman, like I really haven't thought of it in that context. You know, it's like, you know, and Greg, I'm sure you can appreciate this. You know, for our our significant other, there really isn't any length we aren't willing to go mm. to prove you know our love to them or to show our affection or anything that they need. But sometimes it's like, I don't know, that's pretty pricey. Like, can I just buy you flowers? I'll throw one other Mm. thing in there for you. And that's when you have a daughter, right? Mm -hmm. And my own father did this, which which kind of got me started in gemstones. We used to look um, when we lived in Tanzania, we got into stones. And when you have a dad who gives you something really special, that Mm -hmm. sets the standard for every man that follows. And did you your kids you have two now right mm-hmm. my first one's a daughter and uh just had a little boy and so no that really Don't speaks you to me that resonates that absolutely you set that yeah. bar you set that yeah. bar very very high mm-hmm. and as and as men we i mean as, as savage gentlemen i believe we like we like to buy our weapons we like to buy our knives we like to buy our our own cool gadgets mm-hmm. and when it's uh when it's time to mark a you know particularly special moment within your relationship um with the woman in your life that you buy something that is of a certain of a higher quality so that that bar is met from the beginning and you're not wasting your money it's very important well and you know i i very much i like that um you know the parallel between this one-of-a-kind precious rare stone or metal right and then comparing that to this individual this person Mm. or this moment Mm. you know this moment in time that i want to memorialize and and signify with this piece of jewelry, whatever that may be. I mean, you've got something on that, you know, isn't, I mean, of course we wear red, wedding rings, yeah. right? And that's yep. a, mm-hmm. that's a symbol of, a, of our commitment. Absolutely. Right. But you've got a bracelet so, on. So, 
Jeff, you, you had seen this earlier, Josh, is that my, my son and I, every year, we go, because we live overseas, so mm -hmm. we take, I take him to America, to get a little, as much of America as I can get into him every <laughs> sure. couple of weeks, and we go to a ranch in the, in the mountains of Colorado at about 9,500 feet, and we are um, horseback riding, we're shooting 12 gauges, we're, sh we're, we're fly fishing, we're doing you know, masculine things. So they want, they want my boy to get in there. Well, um, last year, you know, we a uh, piece of leather that you wear on your hat so you don't spook the horses. Because <coughs> predatory animals, they get scared. They kind of bail, and mm -hmm. eight-year-olds and horses fall far. So <laughs> so um, what he had done is I got a little piece of 18-karat gold, mm -hmm. and I took a 15-cent piece of leather, and I wrapped it around my, my, my wrist, and my son crimped it. And that memorialized, that moment in time with him and I is absolutely something that, First of all, I'll never forget. And it, is it a piece of jewelry? Yeah, but to me, it's more of a memory peg. And it's yeah. something that makes me feel quite quite happy with that moment in my life with my son. Well, it's the same notion that people, uh, when you get tattoos, right? Mm. You know, you have this piece of art that you're wearing. One is embedded in your skin. One is just merely, you know, sitting on there, whether yeah. it be a ring or a brace or whatever. But it's the same kind of idea. And, and, and people go nuts with tattoos mm. you know people will spend an untold amount of money on tattoos for this reason and i think that you know jewelry it would seem is very very similar in that um how, the difference is you can actually give the gift of yeah you yeah. know what i mean like tattoo you can't really go hey i'm gonna tattoo you here you go take this <laughs> right? Right? Go wrong. Very right right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't recommend that but you know you can you can buy this or make this or find this you know really cool piece that has very very high value, both from a monetary standpoint as well as a you know kind of an emotional connection. You sure, know? sure. Well, you know, actually, when it comes to collecting, um, you know, when you're starting to do well in life and you want those things, mm -hmm. uh, most of the gem collectors. I'm not talking about jewelry. I'm talking about gem collectors. Now, They're what is gem men. collecting? Like, what do you, mm. I well, mean, do you just have a box of gems? What does that look like? Oh, yeah, uh, this is, a, he laughs at me, actually. Was it every so often, you go, what What have you done? You're after buying yourself more, like, just loose stones. He you goes, should see this stuff. We have a factory. Are you going to set them? I'm like, no, this is my, this is my collection of stones. So you have a hoard. You yeah, have, I like, a, a, like a treasure chest. But no kidden. Yeah, I do. I have rough and um, cut stones. So, and a lot of people will collect these. Really? Yeah, they really do. Now, huh. you get some lovely natural rough crystals, which are kind of cool. They look good, you know, as mm -hmm. well. But it's for collectors like myself. We're looking for these stones that do interesting things like change color or they have a star across them as you move the light over them and that sort of thing. Most of the gem collectors that I know would be men. Wow. Yep. That's interesting. This discussion is really making me want to go like pillage. <laughs> like, like I really want to go pillage and plunder now yep. to yeah. – because I, I mean – Look, we're doing okay with Savage Young. Not making that much money. I sure. can't just go out and buy this stuff. I'm going to have to go and, and, and probably go raid yeah. to, uh, to get these. So thankfully, you guys are pretty far away in Thailand. Oh, so we didn't give safe. them our address, did um, we? No, no okay. No, Carry that. on. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's really fascinating. And, and you know the history of it, I think, mm. is really cool. And I think that that's – for us at Savage Gentlemen, I love to go back and kind of, you know, analyze things through time and see how they've evolved mm. um, because I think part of being a savage gentleman is knowing and understanding your history and you know taking the parts that that are applicable that are valuable mm. in that and bringing them forward so so that we're not losing touch of those mm -hmm. things you know um, you know you were talking you went you were talking about Vikings you yeah. know I mean nothing's more savage than Vikings and yet here you have these guys that had these lavish adornments yep you know, in their beard, on their on their you know wrists, mm -hmm. all over. They're they're carrying all this 
I mean, it's jewelry. Yeah, and it, it's showing, hey, look, this is how well this last raid mm. went. You know, look what I'm after getting. We absolutely annihilated that monastery in the middle of Ireland. <laughs> a true story <laughs> many no times is over. It a, is it a hit on their masculinity yeah. in, in very many ways? It's, it's underscored it's a, it's a, it's a Yeah, no, it highlights it because, Absolutely. you know, it, well, it is. It's a status symbol, yeah. you know. I mean, look at Mr. T. How much jewelry did that guy wear? <laughs> Shut up, boo. Well, look at... All right. Well, he was pretty awesome. You're, you're MMA fighters, right? What right. are they getting? That belt is not understated by any means. No, 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 no. There's no, something to be said. Shoulder right There's now. something about it. Yeah. Something Absolutely. to be said about you know big shiny hunks of metal yep. that says, hey, that that person's doing all right. Well, you know? Look at a uniform in the military, right? Mm. What do they put on there? They put all these medals on there, and again, that there's something that attracts us that we can't get away from as humans. And if you want to go historical again, you know, blacksmithing and how that's come back. Goldsmithing mm -hmm. is the same thing. We're just using a different <coughs> metal. And this is one of the most ancient guilds that you have, say, in, in the UK. You'll have, huh. the, yeah, going back, Goldsmith Hall, I think for the 1500s, 1600s, something wow. like that. So this is very kind of applicable to that, that movement back to old crafts. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, and, yeah, and that's near and dear to our hearts where you're getting – you know, hands-on in, in making these things yourself. And, and, you know, I think sometimes we, we disconnect, especially from jewelry, where you see these big, huge box chains that they're mass-producing things. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I think that loses a lot of value in my mind as opposed to someone who is actually, like, crafting this, you know what I mean, and taking the time and really – um, you know, smithing it in, they in a are. way. Sure. That's what we have. We have our own team of goldsmiths, mm -hmm. and they are all artisans. And every so often, you know, we'll say, hey, would you like to maybe cross-train? No, absolutely not. What they want to do is they want to focus on what they do best. So maybe they're into stone setting and diamond setting. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's as a goldsmith, but that is what they will focus Very on. Very cool. And as a result, they just become experts in what they do. So historically, over time, the, the, the craftsmanship has improved with a lot of great technology, which is what we bring into the mm -hmm. game now. And that we are uh, certainly not a mass production operation in our facility because we want our customers to, we really are connected to all yeah. of them. And um, we're, we're pretty much a veteran-focused operation mm -hmm. as well. And we're grow we are becoming and we are becoming the jeweler where veterans go to primarily. Really? Absolutely. No kidding. Absolutely. Oh, that's it's, rad. Uh, it's, it's quite important to us. I'm a Marine veteran. Right. Emma's a mill spouse. We've been together over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And um, the quality that we like to put out, which is what I think we should maybe mention, is with regard to what you're looking for when you buy. No, that's a great it's, question. It's it's when you when you, if, if, if you go to our company, go to our company. If you go find your local jeweler, find your local jeweler. We're not mm -hmm. trying to promote anything particular, but I'll tell you that look under those where you see your diamond, look underneath that diamond. Look for little holes. Imagine if you're pouring concrete and you've got these little holes in there. We call that porosity in concrete. They call them something else. But those holes are weaknesses in the production. If your diamond's not straight, that is a problem. It's going to fall out. If, you're, um, if, you, if you have scratches in it before you buy it, it's an issue. And you just should, because the value, that you, the money that you work very, very hard to earn, that you're laying out that cash, you should really take a second look and look yourself. Now, what we do for you is because we're part of this, you know, veteran community and uh, Savage Gentleman community, I mm -hmm. might add, is um, we do that for you. I mean, our credibility is on the line, every single piece sure. of jewelry that we make. And it's quite important to us that uh, that you are getting something from us, from a person that hopefully you're connected to. 
correct. Well, and an expert in the field who knows what they're looking for. Yeah. Because, you know, I, as, as an average jewelry shopper, I mean, I'd probably say that I'm below average because I haven't bought that many pieces. Mm. You know, I, I, I don't really know what it is I'm looking at or what I'm even looking for. You know, I can see, oh, that's shiny, that's shiny, uh, mm. okay. But in terms of quality, you know, that's a that's – a, that's what takes a lifetime. Yeah. It is a to, minefield. Yeah, like, figure that out. It's a gem minefield. And because as soon as something has value, somebody's trying to fake it. Uh-huh. And when it comes to stones like diamonds, the things yeah. they get up to, uh, ruby, sapphire, mm-hmm. emerald, anything that's worth anything, they will fake. And in we've seen it all. So one of the big things to think about when you buy a big stone, big diamond, say, mm-hmm. big gemstone, you want to make sure you have a certificate from a third-party independent Absolutely. laboratory. Absolutely. I have had to give people the bad news Ooh. so often. Ooh, some fun stories. In yeah, that. and there's, and there's <laughs> friends who will come and go, oh, I'd like you to take a look at this. And then you go, all right. Sometimes maybe ignorance is bliss. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're better off just not knowing at that point. Usually I say to them, do you want to know this or not? Because I, I, I may have bad news. And if we're in public, I'll try to save it and maybe yeah, tell them sure. later. Yeah, sure. don't, you well, don't embarrass somebody. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, here you have again, you're you're purchasing this symbol of mm-hmm. whatever that is, your relationship, yep. your undying love for this person, and what you're thinking is this, you know, nearly indestructible piece of jewelry that will last forever that has this super high value only mm-hmm. to find out, hey, this is a replica, this is kind of a piece of junk. Yeah, it's been made in a lab, especially for you, would, you, you know. You wouldn't believe how much, like, they're, they're, you'll look online, you'll see the word, the picture will look gold, but it's actually gold-plated silver. It's, oh, wow. And they really ratchet up the cost on that, and you're getting ripped off. Yeah. Mm. Point blank. And it's, it's, it looks like gold, but it's, in fact, a half of a tiny bit of a micron of a piece of gold, mm. and it's silver base or brass base or something even mm-hmm. worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. So where you buy and what you're buying is quite yeah. important. So the idea is, you know, having a trusted source mm-hmm. that yep. you know that you know these guys are vetted and verified and qualified yep. to kind of do that legwork for you, mm-hmm. where you're not just going out into the wild west and you know, fingers crossed. You know, I hope you're educated enough to n- discern the difference. You can find someone, you know, with. The Jewelry Republic, absolutely. That you know can can actually do that for you. You guys are sourcing and finding and manufacturing your own stuff. Yep. It is. We have you know, nobody in the middle. We yeah. Absolutely. We own the factory. We've owned it for many many years, and we have uh, the retail and of course, but uh, that, that credibility in it is absolutely the most important thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'll often select rough myself. Mm. Um, so this is the rough gemstones, mm-hmm. and I'll be going through just kilos of the stock to find a piece to say no, this is what we want. So I know where it's come from right I only right. deal with a few different cutters to where I can I know what country they came from and one of the things you want to have is, is to be open to questions I'm constantly educating people on stones and it doesn't necessarily to benefit me in any way I go to schools mm-hmm. and I'll teach them and I'll teach the kids and then the adults always end up wanting to come along and learn a little sure. bit themselves because it is such a dangerous thing to do to yeah. spend that big money you yeah know? well and it, it's just it, it's just flat out interesting you mm-hmm. know the, the the properties that mm-hmm. each gem that's possesses, it exactly you know I mean it, it, it's really cool that you would think it's like well it's a it's a rock it's a shiny rock it's a shiny rock but, but they all do something mm-hmm. there's always a reason it's the color it's how they play with the light maybe they have a special property like they change color mm-hmm. you know from a daylight to uh, a candlelight mm-hmm. you'll see sapphires that change color people don't even know that wow yeah and then some of them will fluoresce so you go into the black light you go into the nightclub and suddenly your diamond lights up like a Christmas tree it's pretty awesome 30% of them will do yeah. that yeah 
Yeah, and people don't know, but it's all part of the fun of it. When you get interested in it, and mm -hmm. you know, I always, I'll take questions constantly. Yeah. Because to me, it's fun. I can talk about gemstones all day long. Do but, but what you've really got in the back end is you've got, again, people who really do. We really put the effort yeah. into making sure that that quality is there and, the, and the, 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 the care and the concern is there from day one. I mean, I've been to NM and I've been to countless marine balls and, mm -hmm. and even a couple of Navy ones. It was just like the, 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 the women often, they, they kind of they hide the stuff a little bit, embarrassed a little bit. We don't want that to happen anymore. We really want to get in, in the way of that and let the our our men who are gun buyers, knife buyers, we spend a lot of money on our mm -hmm. stuff. Yes, and you I want do. them to I, <laughs> we, we absolutely want them to, to adorn their own their their spouse, their their wife, their girlfriend with a product that the woman can be absolutely proud of for yeah. sure. No embarrassment whatsoever. I and and that's really really cool. I think that that's something that again so it, it can be easily discounted, you know, because I, I'm not a I'm not a huge jewelry guy myself. Sure, I, mean, I don't wear a ton of jewelry. I mean, I have I have a watch which is very functional. I have my wedding band, which, interestingly enough, this actually is over a hundred years old. Oh, that's awesome! This oh, and, and again, when we're talking about historical and significance of jewelry, so this actually belonged to my my wife's great grandfather, uh -huh. um, and it has the date of their. Uh, it's inscribed with mm -hmm. their, the date of their wedding, which was like 1901. And here's what I'm going to point out about this. Yes. There's no tarnish. It's just like it was. There's I've, a few scratches. I have done nothing. To, oh yeah, I mean, I've beat it up a but little bit. But if you look at the interior of it, the that is just like it would have been. And that's why we love gold. Mm -hmm. it, it does not interact with any other element, and that's why it stays like this. Ooh. So there you go. What do we have here? What's Greg? Did you just throw him? You just, oh, you this guy's just tossing around <laughs> gold bars here. My so that's a that's a that's a uh, hundred gram gold bar, and um, so because your family's ring was well made from mm -hmm. good product, mm. it lasts several lifetimes. Yeah, mm -hmm. you'll give it to your young boy. Absolutely, that that's the target. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's the thing. You know, well we're made equals lifetime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean these are you know heirloom quality things yeah. Yeah. that that we want to hang on to, and that's what your goal is that Absolutely. you guys are making. And what's what's it, when it is made right. And when it is important to you and your family, it really be it it, it really is a quite you know it's a lifetime piece, mm -hmm. and it, it, that's why choosing when you buy jewelry, don't go spend your money on a on a trinket that's that's not of, of good quality. Yeah, because it's just going to die in your in the history of the family. In two years, it's gone. Yeah, buy stuff that goes on forever. Yeah, and that's kind of the point of it, right? Is is to again commemorate whatever these events or feelings yeah. or you know yeah. significant moments are and that stuff is always there and, and it's worth mm. paying a premium p price okay you know i mean yep. i think that's 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 the point of it it's like yeah you could go down to you know the costco and pick up yeah. something yeah. Mm. you know you i could. mean they've got jewelry there walmart yeah. sells jewelry walmart sells yeah. jewelry. you can have a hard sure. time explaining that yeah <laughs> 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 and forever <laughs> forever you're gonna have a hard time explaining that the apology <laughs> Well, you know, it's about quality, just like with Savage Gentleman. The whole concept of when you invest in something that's been made well, you don't have to replace it. I, right. This is my theory of why rich people stay rich, because they don't have to go buy in another piece. You know, they just buy top quality each time, or it'll be from some company that offers to replace it for free if there's any problem. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the rest Which we of do. us... Just, you know, See, exactly. <laughs> had to slide that in Yeah, there, no, sorry. no, you go on ahead. And that's why they end up, you know, t you have money, you can do well with these things mm -hmm. versus the rest of us who are trying to replace things over and over again. Buy quality once. Yep. And you're done. 
Well, let's go. Let's go. Worst case scenario: you have a bunch of uh, low-cost jewelry that you bought your girlfriend or your wife over the years, and let's say Savage Gentleman just tanks. Don't say that. Worst case scenario. Oh my God! Everybody tanks. Don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky? <laughs> what there? What there? Now you've got a bunch of low-end jewelry that you can't do anything with. Got no monetary value. So whatsoever. you're talking about like an actual. Fiscal investment. Fiscal. You're not. You're not Absolutely. just yeah. buying something nice Correct. for someone. Correct. You're like, hey, I am taking the, these, you know, this this cash, and I'm appropriating it somewhere else Absolutely. into an actual tangible physical form. Absolutely. Well, the, the intrinsic value yeah. issue. Yeah, it's it's like people. I know silver. They think this is a precious metal. It's a problem in Europe, particularly. <laughs> And they, they, but it's worth what? What's it trading at right now cheap, per gram? Cheap, 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 cheap. Less cheap, than a dollar a gram. Is I mean, it really? Is yeah. it down that low? Yeah. And and huh. we've we've been given this idea that it's precious and that it's valuable, and it really isn't. And that's that's frustrating for us mm -hmm. to see Very that kind of thing. Because all right, so what's your scrap value on that? Nothing. Uh, people who dangle those Pandora bracelets at me, I am <laughs> sorry to tell you. Yeah, I'm sorry to tell you that two hundred dollar bracelet is worth about eighteen dollars. Yeah. Really, when you melt it, you scrap it. You try to convert it. Sure. You try to convert it into actual money in the event you actually needed it. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's the that the, 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 the actual value of the material that, that that you can buy. So buy gold. Buy eighteen karat gold mm -hmm. because in the event you need to sell it, trade it, you need it. It's there. You can convert gotcha. that into real money. Because because you know something like this or something you know like your band, if we mm -hmm. melted it down, they could stamp it and put it into a bar. Absolutely. Just like that. And granted, you know. I, I don't think it would ever come to that. Hopefully, God, no. no <laughs> but, but you know, when when you when you're looking at this precious metal, I mean, mm. that is one of the the benefits of it. Is like, no, this is actual currency. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. If if you so chose to use it, that that's way. the takeaway. It is his actual currency if you so chose to need it, mm -hmm. or if, if you and historically it. Yeah. it was that was the Absolutely. currency before we moved over to uh, that was the gold standard. That's yeah. why it's called the, the gold, gold standard. standard. <laughs> oh, that, that's a, yeah, you're bringing up you're getting down a whole nother oh, no, hole there on the yeah. gold standard. Ooh, <laughs> oh, don't get me yeah, started yeah. on the gold standard. Oh. Let's not go there today. Oh, Keep yeah, it yeah, light. <laughs> no, I, I mean, th and that's and that's the importance, and I think that again that takes that takes this, you know. Piece, this accessory mm -hmm. beyond just adornment and, and shiny things to have, right? Just beyond that, oh, I want something pretty, mm -hmm. you know? And, and I think, again, we as men, sometimes we fall into that trap yep. where it's like, oh, man, she just wants something shiny again, yeah. right? God, I just call me. I will help you. Yeah. <laughs> See this guy. I will guide you. You know, okay, so, so now you're, you're talking about gold, yep. right? Mm. Now, there's a lot of different kinds of gold. We've got different carrots. What, sure. what does that actually mean? Good, good, great, great question. Because I don't know. I yeah. mean, there's 18, there's 14, there's, I mean, 24, there's there. uh, 7 million. I don't know. What this are carrots? For sure. And, and it's all about what we call, okay, so gold starts at, at pure gold, 999 or 100% gold. We call it 24 karat gold. It's sort of like a standard. Okay. Okay, so you've got 24 karat gold, 18 karat gold, 14 karat gold. 10, 9, and then down. Wow. Um, yeah, it's really – in America, you cannot sell jewelry in below 10 carat, which is just just barely 40%, not even 40%. Actually, if you've got a ring – It's hardly gold at that point. Stands, it's shite. It's, it's, shite. it's barely yeah. – <laughs> it's, it's not even hitting the radar of mostly gold. So um, so the way we – the way that manufacturers like like us, we take pure gold, and if I, we've got an order of you know several designs, and we're going to make 18 karat gold – we will take that pure gold and we'll melt it to you know its melting point, mm -hmm. and then we will actually cut it with alloys. So let's say we're making a bunch of 18 karat white gold jewelry. 
Okay. Um, we will use special alloys. We buy a company. We buy our alloys from, and this is an important thing about quality. We buy our alloys from an American company out of Buffalo, and all their alloys are recycled. They're not. They're not. We're not mining new stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really toxic. Non-toxic. It's really mm-hmm. a great little operation. Big operation, as a matter of fact. We buy their alloys for 18 karat white gold. So. That white gold had that white gold alloy has a, a nickel or it's got palladium in it. Got different alloys that bleach it and it'll make yellow gold white. Ah, now are there other uh, like I don't know added benefits that you're getting by adding the alloy? Or is that simply just to change the color, or does that allow it to be formed in a, in a better way, or you know structurally does it change it? It's what? a great question. So pure gold or 24 karat gold, it is soft. It will not last a lifetime okay in its shape when you when we make it mm-hmm. it'll get bent up beat up tear up and it'll, it which if it's a gold bar who cares i yeah, mean you, you know unless you're that, you put your tooth in it don't i don't recommend it i mean <laughs> your wife can kill me with the dental work <laughs> but it will definitely i kind of want to go for it i mean I'm a- it'll dent yeah. yeah, yeah, it'll dent. Yeah, there we go. Save that. And now we have a <laughs> now you have imprint from yeah. you forever. Oh, I barely, I barely touch it because you made me nervous. What were we talking about? We're talking about uh, how it hardens. Well, we're it. talking about hardening. So, 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 eighteen karat, eighteen karat gold is harder because of those alloys. It's ah. got, the alloys are there's a list of them, and mm-hmm. I won't bore you with all the details. But they are those will make it harder to last a lifetime. Okay. Now you go down to fourteen karat gold, which is. Um, Barely 59%, 58.5% actually pure gold. So you're barely half at 14 mm. karat gold and it, uh, of the purity of the, of the item that you buy. Now, that's even harder, of course, because we're putting in more alloys. And, and you don't just have to have white gold. You can have white gold. You can have um, 18 karat or 14 karat yellow gold. You can have green gold. You can have rose gold. There's all kinds of little additives that are in the alloying process that change the color, change the hardness of it, and change the workability of it, and obviously the color. Um, then you go down to 10 karat, which is the bottom of the rung for the United States. I wouldn't go there. Wouldn't go there. No. Um, we prefer actually, I, I in our business, we prefer 18 because we want to sell finer pieces of jewelry. Gotcha. So that's 75% pure. Okay. 75. It's, it is majority gold, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's hard enough for you to wear every day without it getting broken. So it's kind of that, that perfect middle ground yeah. of yeah. like, it is. okay, this is very wearable piece that – you know, I'm not going to accidentally sit on it and crush it. And, you know, right. it's going to slake off and, and get, get messed up. Now, you're, I, I'm dying to know. So that little guy right there, this little, this little ingot, mm-hmm. um, what, what is the value of this that? This is, let's say, at the market today, it's about $4,300. <sighs> wow. I mean, that is like, I, I don't even know. I mean, that's smaller than a domino. Yeah. It, yeah, you're right. That's smaller like than a, a domino. domino. Yeah, like a it's like a travel domino, <laughs> except for it's like four grand yeah. or now, more. If we were to make that, if we, you wanted to get that kind of value in silver, well, we'd need something the size of the table. Yeah, $4,300 in silver uh, for the silver mm. folks who like to store metal. There's no way to yeah. carry that. If you want to put pieces. real money in, yeah. in, in hard metal in savings, I mean, prepare a room. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could put real savings in, in or real value in hard metal savings in gold. Gotcha. And you don't have to buy 100 grand bars. You can buy halves and whatnot. Sure. Yeah. But we, we enjoy the – we're buying kilos all the time. Yeah. I and mean, that's how we are rolling. Gotcha, gotcha. We generally don't travel with them. No, <laughs> no, no. no. I, and I wouldn't recommend that, certainly. <laughs> no, but, no. No, and, that, and that's really interesting. So, you know, that, that actually makes a lot more sense when you're talking about the different levels of carrots and, you know, the how and the why and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And I, the, I think the next burning question is, okay, so – 
18 karat is probably the way to go when yep. we're looking at yep. jewelry, especially for mm-hmm. um, for maybe a, a fiance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So now, big question is: All right, I want to propose. I want to get something for you know for my wife. You know, I want to get an engagement ring because that's a that's a biggie, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's um, the biggest purchase typically for a man, you know, and 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 it, it's it's really endearing actually. The fellas get real nervous mm-hmm. sometimes. Oh you know? man, it was terrifying. It out. I yeah. spread it out. Yeah. yeah. I mean. They get get worried, and it's kind of nice when you walk them through it. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes what will happen is a guy will just suddenly – you see him when he gets it in his hand, and suddenly he's got deer in the headlights, shock, like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Yeah. It's like buck fever, man. It is, it is. And (laughs) either they'll go – they'll put it off, put it off, or they will. I've had fellas who were planning to get engaged a couple of months later, Mm -hmm. and literally I'll get a call an hour and a half later going, nope, I couldn't wait. I proposed. We're done. This is happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was extremely hard. I had to wait quite a while. Yeah. Um, when when I pulled the trigger, and the first engagement ring that I got her was this really really tiny thing. It was actually the one that my dad gave my mom. Um, uh-huh. You know when 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 they got engaged, and so uh, just the tiniest little speck of a stone. But yeah. again, it's yeah. more about the gesture, right? Totally. And I knew totally. I knew at some point I would get her something bigger and nicer, and so you know. But it but we were still pretty young. I think you hit the nail on the head with regard to the engagement ring buying process yeah. as a as a man getting uh, our, our soon-to-be wife an engagement ring, is spending what you have. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't go off the deep end. Yourself. Well, that can't help, right? That's oh, not God. beneficial. Like, no. hey. I mean, if you're, Let's I mean, start I, our I, lives in debt. Right. You know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, how, what, what kind of gentleman are you if you're starting your world you know, because you thought you had to spend $25,000 on mm. a diamond when you could have spent a couple grand? Five hundred, but whatever. What is in? What is kind of the the general in the, the industry mm. standard? I mean, what what do you guys? Because there's you know there's people the that, oh, urban should, myth, the yeah. urban yeah. myth, right? Yeah. Of like, oh, you it need should to save be up this three many. months salary. That was the one that De Beers came out uh-huh. with, but that was also when they were trying to flog diamonds in the 1940s, 1950s. Because yeah. interesting mm-hmm. enough, diamonds were not the the go to. No. engagement no. stone. No, it would be gemstones of any kind. Um, you'd see a lot of sapphires. I mean, if you think about the famous uh, one that uh, Kate and Prince William, that's the sapphire that Diana had beforehand. Ah. And so historically, you'd see more of that than you would gotcha. of diamonds. And then, and then De Beers, with a stroke of genius of marketing, yep. kind of just pitched this idea of like, Swing nope, diamonds there. are the thing. If Absolutely. You, you don't really love her unless it's a diamond kind and of And you thing. don't love her unless it's three months salary mm. and that's just nonsense. Totally nonsense. Yeah, I mean, smart buyer, you can you can buy anything that you want. These these All these gems that you have to pick from, why would you stick with a diamond? There's, you know, the, you still have that rarity, you still have that beauty and you can throw in color as well. Yeah, yeah. which is which is cool and, and um, segue, but I'm, I'm, I'm something that I've been thinking about is, you know, there's a trend now with the, uh, the chocolate diamond, Oh, which, mm. which to me, I feel like is a cop out. It's like, all right, how can we, it's we've ready. got all these, we've got all these, uh, let me give you a few more words for what is a brown diamond. Many <laughs> things are brown. But, uh, <laughs> Dark <shine> brown. <laughs> well, again, marketing, marketing it's genius. Tricky. And I feel bad for anyone who, yeah. who got a chocolate diamond. And you know what, if she likes it, then that's, yeah, that's great. great. But yeah. to me, it, there was someone sitting around, they're like, man, we got all these shitty half-assed shitty diamonds. Half-ass yeah. diamonds. How can we sell them? Oh, I know. We'll call it chocolate. They call it chocolate diamonds. They call them cognac diamonds. They call them champagne diamonds. Yeah, and even at the small (laughs) level, they're worth so much less than a white diamond. uh, If you want a colored diamond, and I wear one myself, mm -hmm. I wear yellow. um, You go with yellow diamonds. uh, You know, pink, 
blue, whatever. Those, those are colored diamonds. Diamonds come in that many colors? They oh, yeah. do. They come in the whole really? range. Yeah. Most rare type of gemstone is going to be your red diamond. So, huh. And they go for a couple of million a carat. Yeah, the smallest yeah. of a, the, <laughs> you're talking million. to the smallest of a speck of a diamond, yeah. a red diamond is in the millions. Yeah. A little one. Like and a it's, chip. And rare. it's not even pretty. Wow. It's, it's in bad quality. Yeah. But you will find, uh, uh, I think the highest value for a stone at auction was a couple of years ago and those were the blue diamonds but these mm-hmm. are huge blue diamonds yeah so they went for i think it was 48 million yikes that was the blue moon diamond wow so yeah man far, I, far now, from, now, far now i wish i hadn't brought those up because yeah. the diamonds weren't enough you know now, like now, now i've got to get blue or even yeah. red diamonds yeah. here you go tell you what since you're such a you know veteran supported company mm-hmm. and and pro veteran make a red white and blue american flag Diamond, but all out of diamonds. That's it. Oh, wow. Well, I'll wear that test piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now we're talking. Now we're we on to sapphires. Something. I think we could do some from rubies. Some yeah, we'll start the bidding. We'll start the bidding at a cool like twenty mil. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. One of us out there can pick it up. Somebody. Somebody's sure. out there. Nice. Okay, so so you know, urban myth. You don't have to save up for three months nope. for nope. a wedding ring, and, and and technically, or sorry, an engagement ring, and technically, you don't. It doesn't even have to be. A diamond. Now, yeah. I, I guess you run into because that it's become the standard. You know, what is what is the the gal gonna feel like if she isn't getting a diamond? You know, I mean, I wonder. I mean, I guess that depends on the relationship and the. Person. I will help that person solve yeah. that problem. Okay. I mean, to me, there, there's just so much mystery and so much rarity and and just these natural qualities and properties that come with these gemstones that there's a story to tell in every single one of them that's really cool well now i wish i had gotten her a, something different instead ah. of the di- she likes the diamond. no <laughs> no yours yours has heritage well and, and that's and what yes. matters yeah and that was the thing too like for 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 my wife she doesn't like new jewelry she likes antique jewelry like oh. almost exclusive the jewelry that she owns is almost all antique because of the filigree and mm-hmm. just yep. the intricate work yep. and anything that she buys that is new is is a very close replication right. of that styling, um, sure. which lucky me. Uh, <laughs> now, now not only do I have to get stuff, you know, either specifically made or I have to scour the earth to find these like really old vintage uh, antique pieces. Uh, yeah. which well, the, you know, what you're describing is a problem of commercial jewelry. They don't put in that detail work. Mm-hmm. That has to be done by hand in a lot of cases to get that very fine mill grain, that beading that you see on there. And the commercially produced stuff doesn't have that. And that's why she's seeing something in the antique pieces mm-hmm. that you don't see as often um, if you walk into a mall. Yeah. No, you, I mean, you can't find these pieces. Like, I mean, it is it is a very painstaking For sure. <laughs> process. For sure. Trust me, I know, to, to come across mm-hmm. a piece of jewelry that she actually likes. But again, it all goes back to, okay, well, you know, what does this person mean to you? Mm-hmm. You know, you can easily say, hey, you're really cool. I like you a lot. I love you. You're the best. Right. You can say that all day or you can do something to prove it, you know, these grand gestures. And that's, again, what we're talking about when we're looking at these really high end, extremely valuable pieces Mm -hmm. of jewelry. So, no, that's uh, that's really cool. And and I really want to pick your brain because I imagine if anybody could make some really amazing stuff that looks old but is new. I think that's something you guys could probably. Oh, yeah. Probably could work out. Technology and our combination of our technology with our 3d cad design mm-hmm. our, we, we do most everything on 3d printing yeah, really to start it mm-hmm. and then from there our craftsmen get involved and we're, we're on hammers we're on torches we're on engravers we are mm-hmm. really quite into making I mean, obviously we want it to be beautiful but we also want to have that um 
old style craftsmanship look. Right, but then but you have the precision of modern technology, and, yeah. I, th- and I think that's a great marriage, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I love things of the past and and craftsmanship and that sort of thing, like, hey, I'm not I'm not gonna just throw my cell phone in the in the river because you know it's it's far too modern right sure. like that's a tool that can be used and and you know that that marriage of you know old and new i think is fantastic and much like the jewelry republic mm-hmm. we at savage gentlemen are, are working to do that same kind of thing and bring those two together so i think it's really cool Absolutely. yeah so recap mm. all right uh men buy jewelry okay either for yourself mm. if not for yourself especially for someone important to you yep you know not just your wife, but your daughter. Send the um, message. Yep. Yeah, sending a message, and and I mean, what do you what do you recommend? You know, because let's not be, let's let's not exclude our our, our sons or mm-hmm. whomever. I mean, you know, groomsmen gifts are another thing. Where you're oh, talking yeah. about jewelry, and guys give away watches or bracelets or yep. you know yep. all these different things. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity for you mm-hmm. to give some impactful gifts. There's so many events right yeah. to commemorate. So go out there, spend a little bit extra because it's going to last longer. It's going to mean more. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, in terms of engagement rings? You know what? You need to look at yourself, what you can afford. Mm-hmm. And that, that to show that, look, you can do a custom piece for very little, you know, if you go to the right people who can help you do that and talk you through different options and not force you into something. That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. You know, somebody should be listening to you, getting a concept of what you, who you are together and, and building within that framework. And I think that's the scary part about or or maybe the frustrating part about mm-hmm. buying jewelry is you know the, the very high pressure sales where you yeah. walk yeah. in there and yeah. you're just boom swarmed upon and and that person's not going to let you leave mm-hmm. without dropping some coin and it's like well I, I mean that that makes that gives me anxiety it's like all right man For I'm sure. going to have to you know drop this dude because he's not going to leave me alone maybe I'm just browsing yeah, we right? try to really take those barriers away and just offer you the education and say mm-hmm. this is what we can do do you know, take what we share with you and. Make something, take something out of a magazine, get some inspiration. You know your woman or your, the person in your life, and come back to us with your thoughts, and we will help walk you through those. I like that properly. Yeah. That's way cool. That's way cool. And you know, I think I think that's pretty much it. You know, we've we've covered the history of why we have these shiny things, and mm-hmm. you know how how it's made, how to find it. I mean, this has been very very informative, and for for the people watching and listening. What's the best place or best way to get a hold of you guys? So on Facebook, we are The Jewelry Republic. On Instagram, we're The Jewelry Republic. And uh, info at The Jewelry Republic is our email address. And just go ahead and reach out. And we're, we're there. And they can find you online, The Jewelry yep. Republic. Oh, absolutely. TheJewelryRepublic.com is also our website. Yeah. yeah. Tongue-tied there. <laughs> well, you forget about websites because everybody's so busy with social media. Yeah, it's just so like, Who needs a website anymore? <laughs> right, right. That's awesome. Well, Again, thanks so much for stopping by. Oh, I know you. this was a long thank trip you. from Thailand just to come and be on our show. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> they, were here, they were doing other stuff. But, no, thanks so much. Absolute pleasure. And uh, looking forward to working with you guys in the future. So, Awesome. Thanks, thanks so much. This has been Savage Gentleman Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time.